1: Age of Radio. Pre-roll time. You know the Cheers to Comics podcast is proudly brought to you by Inked Marketing and the Inked Marketing crowd-funded comic for this episode. Well, it's gonna go to Tiki Zombie. Ten years ago, the first fan Fantikiastic issue of Tiki Zombie was published by New Legend Productions to celebrate the milestone. Michael Gordon and Peter Cutler are publishing a comic featuring all new material. That's the same creative team, people. So what the hell is Tiki Zombie? You, you recognize Tiki Zombie if you saw him for sure. Tiki Zombie is a comic depicting the adventures of a cursed undead lounge owner named Tiki Z and his crew of the mysterious island of Mugabali. Mm -hmm. Take one ounce of childish humor, add one ounce of silly satire, and mix with fruity, syrupy passion, Saturday morning suspense, mythical mayhem, and a dash of sweet, tropical vibes. Make sure to leave out all the bitters, shake it up and strain into sequential panels, and serve with a stunningly sumptuous cover. The concoction is so powerful, most establishments will not serve an individual more than two. But we encourage you to order as many as you can handle. Mm -hmm. Tiki Zombie, I'm telling you, I'm I'm, I'm so excited for this one. Um, It's a project we love on Kickstarter, so yeah, just go to uh, inked.pub/slash. Tiki Zombie and uh, secure your copy today. Um, <laughs> and it's, oh, it's right up my alley, people. It looks like a lot of fun, a lot of fun, and um, I'm telling you, it's a, it's a memorable character. If you've been in, around in comics at all within the past decade, you've you've seen Tiki Zombie. So, uh, yeah, get on it. Once again, it's Inked Dot Pub slash Tiki Zombie. Oh, well, hello again, and welcome back to the Cheers to Comics Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Wayne, and this is episode 347. The 347th episode of the Cheers to Comics Podcast will be a creator corner, and, uh, God damn it! Is this a creator corner. It's, uh, David Pepos, back for the fifth time. Fifth time, man. Um, <laughs> he's a friend of the show, he's, he's an incredible creator, and, um, this, uh, he's, a uh, he is being acknowledged. Uh, it's, 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 it's just the year of Pepos once again. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to say he's back for a fifth time tying his, uh, his, his rival, Rylan Grant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rylan Grant mm, caught up. Got ahead, actually. Now it's David Pepos tying it again. Um, I, I, It's no competition. I just... The, the two are friends, and I'm fucking... <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just so privileged to have these guys on my side as I watch their careers in comics. Just blow the hell up. So, um, yeah, no, David Pepos, he's back to talk Kickstarter. Uh, The OZ issue number two is uh, on Kickstarter right now, so make sure you check that out, bit.ly slash the OZ comic, and it'll, uh, yeah, it'll take you right there to the Kickstarter. Tons of uh, stretch goals. We're going to talk all about it, but I want to make sure before, (laughs) you know all about this Kickstarter, because it's uh, going to be a big one. And if you weren't aware, and we're going to talk more about this as well, uh, issue one of the OZ, that um well that was announced on this podcast. Uh, it was Project Saffron before all this, so you know David gave me the uh, I guess you could say the exclusive announcement. And um, yeah, no that was that was something amazing. And then since then that issue uh, has gone on to be uh, nominated for not one, not even two, but three Ringo Awards: best Letter, best uh, cover artist in Man House, and of course best single issue story. Um. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> incredible. Uh, but we're gonna talk all about this before we get in all into this. Though, I gotta tell you all about uh, Nerds Forever, another one of my favorite things. Um, if you're uh, if you're looking for just the absolute best in quality customer service, then I highly suggest you go over to three zero seven Nerds, four the number four ever dot com three zero seven Nerds forever dot com and um. Yeah, just, uh, be surprised. Be pleasantly surprised, because it is not the, uh... Your, your, your typical, um, customer service situations. And at the same time, Tarl, the man that, uh, operates and runs Nerds Forever, well, uh, he listens to this here podcast. I would hope so, being an affiliate at all. <laughs> and, um, uh, yeah. No, he, know, he knows the good things to order. So, you know, let's say you go to eBay, and you're looking for, I don't know, just, uh, whatever hot book is coming out, well, uh, before you go to eBay, I would I would highly suggest you check out three oh seven Nerds Forever and um, continue to check it out because that up- that that website's being updated for a weekly. Frequently is the actual word I meant to say. Frequently. Uh, I don't know what that other mumbling was. Um so yeah, no, three oh seven nerdsforevercom located out a little old Newcastle, Wyoming, so if you happen to be planning any uh any comic book road trips, don't uh, don't discount. Great, great shops. And and places like Wyoming. So, uh, yeah, nerds forever, baby. Now, without any further ado, I bring to you um, (laughs) another amazing creator corner, David Pepos. All right. Welcome back, David. How are you, man? I'm doing
0: great. Uh, So good catching up with you, buddy. I'm excited to be here.
1: Yeah, it's 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 always exciting having a Pepos podcast. That's for sure. I mean, it's it's just like a staple name in this house now. Even like even the whole family, they're like, oh, I got it. It's a Pepos day. It's a Pepos day. They're like, oh. they, they, they don't even have to be like, who the fuck is David Pepos? They know. <laughs> they know. I just <laughs> <Much> <laughs> I, I, I boast about you, microphone or not, man. I I, I I've uh, it's so awesome having you on the show for a fifth time. Well, um, you've you've had some big news recently, man. The Ringos, yeah. um, Ringos. That's the word. Yeah. um tell us i mean what, what, what being a a self-published book one of only two on the ballot what, what i mean this has is, is got to still be sinking in for you
0: it, it really is um you know for, for for those who who don't know who i am um, I, i'm the writer of books like spencer and Locke, going to the chapel scouts honor and uh my current kickstarter series the oz which is running its second campaign right now and uh we we're so blown away to find out that last week um uh, the first issue of the Oz, which ran its Kickstarter last year, was uh, nominated for the 2021 Ringo Awards uh, for best single issue or story, as well as our cover artist Mon House being nominated for best cover artist and our letterer DC Hopkins being nominated for best letterer. And um, yeah, I'm I'm so blown away. I, you know, it really it just goes to show how the you know how vocal our our Emerald Army really is. Um, you know, they really showed up in a big way. Um, and, and got us on that ballot, and uh, I'm, I'm pinching myself. Um, like like you were saying, I mean, there's there's only two self-published books in the entire ballot, and uh, especially to be nominated for best single issue or story, considering all we we had was the single issue. Um, uh, really, it means the world to us, um, and uh, uh, we we're excited for people to see what we have in round two.
1: Yeah, no, that's a it's, it's a tremendous accomplishment, and I mean with the with 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 up. What you're up against, I think you're gonna be okay. I'm not. I mean, not to take anything away from where you're at, but I mean, the OZ just it already like it hit the ground running so hard, and yeah. I mean, you even said like this is the slow issue. I can't imagine what these next two issues are gonna be if this is the slow issue because it, it really it came out swinging hard in the first round and. I mean, it's <laughs> to, to to be nominated that 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 quickly, and I mean, it's it's so awesome. And I remember that um, when we talked up until the point we we talked the last time, uh, the OZ was still Project Saffron. No one knew what the hell Project Saffron was. I was I was the first member of the media, as far as I knew, to actually know what the hell the OZ was. And so I've 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 been. Oh, man, a champion of yours from the uh, the beginning on this book. And to be able to follow all of this progress and to, you know, even... I, I didn't have to read the book the first time. Just, but I remember you pitching it to me and I was just, I felt like I had read it. Like I was, <laughs> it was, it was, the pitch was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the the little behind the scenes stuff that you you, you showed me um, I, you know, off the mic and all of that. I mean, I was just, I, I knew, I, I, I knew that this was destined for um acclamations and uh, god damn i was so happy for uh, this has been to me this has been the most satisfying ringo's ever i mean um between the oz getting nominated and uh, i mean sidetrack my my boys the metal shark bros getting a wow. nomination that that is
0: good uh, good good bunch of good bunch of dudes
1: they really are, man. They're they're the <laughs> those are my dudes. Um, so to see them getting some recognition off their little goofy book that they didn't even really know what the hell it was about. I mean, they uh, I, I talking to them, they didn't. Uh, then I brought up Ringo's. They're like, like, yeah, whatever, dude. But um, now <laughs> yeah. it's it's uh it, it's affirming of uh, my uh my, my taste in comics. Let's put it that way. I I could smell it. I could smell it, and the OZ is just uh. Another one of those man. So uh, there's not a whole lot of um, self-published books ever to be yeah. nominated for anything ever. Period, uh, because it's 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 an on the rise type of uh, publishing medium. But I, I think with with what is happening right now with the Ozzy and the Ringos, you just this book alone has opened the doors in so many ways. I mean, this is this is the trailblazer of indie comics getting. Um, real recognition and acknowledgement. So, I mean, I, I'm.
0: Oh yeah, I feel. I, I yeah. I, I, that's why I was so stunned. Is um, you know, we, we asked our fans to 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 vote for us, um, just because, you know, I, I I didn't think I could sleep at night if we didn't. And um, yeah, the fact that the fact that you know the the the, the judges were listening, um, it really it, it means a lot to us.
1: Yeah, well, um, it's 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 well deserving. That's for sure. Because, like I said, when we talked the last time, I had just had the pitch. Well, I had just brushed up again on this issue, as I tend to do right before I uh, fire up the old computer. And um, man, uh, it 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 holds up on every read beyond the first. It is just as exciting, and all those holy shit moments are just as amazing. You know, at this point, issue one's come out. And I mean, even on the Kickstarter, you give uh, a, a lot of the, uh, the the back end of the, the the first issue and then some stuff, you know, the, the first 11 pages of the second issue. So there's there's things that I'm I don't feel I'm the one spoiling this, but fucking Toto, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, uh, man. We were so we were so happy about Toto,
0: um, you know, uh, that that. He's he's probably one of my favorite characters in the in the whole series, and um, so yeah, what you know what we were able to to do with him as a as a character, um, uh, I had a lot of fun with that. And uh, if you liked what we did with Toto in issue one, you're gonna love issue two. Um,
1: Oh, I I I could I could see him just being the biggest of badasses, man, in in his own own little way.
0: way. Hero moment um, for such a little guy, and uh, uh, yeah, it's it's probably one of my favorite bits in the whole second issue. Um, and uh, yeah, some very fun stuff in, in store for if you're a Toto fan.
1: I love it. And the Toto reveal is by far, you know, it, it, the, every single reveal throughout this. I mean, it's, it's the classic characters. We want to know what the hell they've been up to. And then when you see, you know, where they're at in their lives now, um, it's uh, every, every single time, it's just shit. I guess that makes sense. I wouldn't, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you know, you, you see uh you know the tin man he's the what the iron soldier is that what we soldier yeah the tin soldier yeah he's a i mean the 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 role that he plays is he's essentially the leader of the rebellion it looks like if i had to (laughs) you know uh, classify it in some sort of way and then scarecrow being oh jesus that's sort of our darth vader in a way um seriously um you know the 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 I never thought of any of the, this trio as ever going off to being villainous, but when you you know you you break them down in the way you did, and you you tell as a writer that you're very uh, in tune with these characters. You didn't just like flip a coin and be like, oh yeah, now we'll have this one do this one and blah blah blah. Um, every every part that they play it makes sense with, with with their mythos and all of that. So having the one with the brain being the the evil mind behind it all, it. it <laughs> man
0: <laughs> well thank you for saying it I mean you know it's the OZ I think part of the reason why I had so much fun working on it is because um, the archetypes of Alfred Baum's Wizard of Oz they're, they're very iconic and, and they, they, I think that offers them a lot of flexibility as a result and so we were you know we were able to do things that felt very organic because the characters themselves we all know them just through cultural osmosis Mm -hmm. And, um, and so, yeah, you know, it it wasn't a, a huge stretch to be like, well, you know, if the, if the scarecrow was the guy left in charge, um, you know, he's the guy with the brain, but that, you know, he's not necessarily with the heart. And, um, and meanwhile, you know, the guy with the heart, who's like trying to sort of, you know, maintain some level of, of, of a halfway decent status quo. And what does that do to him? Um, and, and you'll be seeing more, you know, with our take on uh, the, the Courageous Lion, and mm. the, too, Jack Pumpkinhead is going to play a pretty big role. And then, of course, Dorothy, uh, you know, our, our, our lead character, is our, 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 she's an Iraq war veteran, really the soul of the book. And um, she, you know, her journey going from sort of being one boot, set of boots on the ground um, in the Middle East to being, uh, you know, a, a political powerhouse in her own right in the land of Oz. Um, she's going to learn that there's there's the differences between being a soldier and being what's almost considered royalty in Oz and, and realizing that these are two very different skill sets. And, uh, you know, she's she's going to be a revolutionary and a freedom fighter. And uh, she's going to find out that, that that is very different uh, than her past, just in the ways that it also has a lot of similarities.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, it's um you immediately get a sense of the you know we're 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 going to definitely find some stuff up about about this character and at the same time we're going to watch her find some stuff out about herself because I mean you you could see that she's yeah, as sure as she she can seem she's she's still very I mean she she has a hard time determining what's real a lot of times, you know. She's she still suffers from all of the other stuff. So her mind is very uh malleable still and um why, why, i mean being able to watch her go through this journey herself to you know uh, this whole coming back to okay i'll be a soldier again uh for the cause uh without you know with with, with her hesitations beyond it it's it's very intriguing stuff man this is the, the character development in this is it's next level there's a reason why the i mean it's getting the acclamations that it's getting because it's so it's wow. goddamn deep it, it's beautiful
0: Thank you. I, I, I got to say, you know, if our first issue was, you know, about Dorothy kind of reluctantly answering the hero's call um, issue two is going to be exploring some of the costs behind that. Mm. Um, you know, war, it, you can't do it with your hands clean. There's always casualties and Dorothy is going to see some of those play out in real time. And uh, that's, that's a tough, that's a tough road to hoe for her. Um, and I think she's going to, you know, have to really kind of dig in deep if, you know, her sense of, of guilt and trauma isn't going to overwhelm her. Um, you know, I think she, she does have what it takes to, 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 to lead and to potentially free the occupied zone. But, um, you know, she's, she's going to see some, some good people fall, uh, before, before she gets there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I, uh, <laughs> there's this, this movie or this movie, this, this, this book doesn't look like it's going to have any, uh, bubblegum moments in it for sure. I mean, it's very much, uh, uh, a hard-hitting action-packed type of yeah i mean it, it's gonna make you think that's for sure i mean every single panel it's oh man i i can't say enough about it david it really is absolutely amazing and i'm, I'm going through here now just looking at the first 11 pages of the kickstarter over and over and over because the other 33 here aren't in front of me uh <laughs> because i mean i'm so after reading you know brushing up on the first one i'm i'm, I'm so ready for the second one man it, it's it's got me frothing. I, I want to know what the hell's going on. I mean, with the, the, as far as the, the Cowardly Lion goes, you know, his, his, his role in this is kind of ambiguous. You know, it's a, a role of royalty. And, you know, you kind of see him for a second um, in the, uh, the pre. Well, you don't even really see him for a second. You see some of his uh, his people. And um, I don't know uh, that, that's I think that's the reveal I'm waiting for the most, you know, just to, to see what the what, whose side he takes, because, you know, we're looking at this and it's the scarecrow kind of saying, hey, man, come on over here. Let's let's use our sources together. And then, um, yeah, yeah. He,
0: he's yeah, I mean, you know, there's going to be a lot of twists and turns, um, you know, I, I think. Um, and yeah, the, the, the thing that I like most about this second issue is we get to see Dorothy's Group grow, you know. Um, mm. We get to see her 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 squad fill itself out a bit. I, I structured this book in a lot of ways similarly uh, to a role playing game. Um, you know, the same way that you'd see like a Chrono Trigger or a Final Fantasy 7 where you know you start off with your main person and then the group starts to grow mm-hmm. as you get go, you know embark in more adventures and so you know seeing how um, uh, the the our take on the courageous lion and, and Jack Pumpkinhead seeing how they sort of glom on to the, the greater storyline and how they add more to it. Um, that's really fun for me. Um, you know, we, we really get to see how this team all clicks together um, uh, in this issue. And so, you know, every, every issue, you sort of have a new character who, or each chapter should say you have like a new character. We see how they add things to the mix. And um, so, yeah, it's going to be very fun. Um, just some, some, exciting stuff in store for all of these characters and um, yeah they were just they, they, they really do each have their own sort of sub-specialty and I think artist Ruben Rojas really keyed into that in a big way um, and uh, yeah it's you know you can see Dorothy is sort of you know she's trained as an army ranger and so you know she, she's both the sniper but also sort of the all-rounder um, whereas the the tin soldier is sort of the big brawler uh, melee fighter with his giant axe uh, whereas, you know, the, uh, the Prince of lions is kind of our, the ultimate stealth fighter, um, you know, super agile, like, you know, gets in close and, 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 and tears deep. And then Jack being sort of the, uh, the, the, the aerial fighter of the OZ complete with his, uh, with his, uh, uh his glider and his bombs. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's kind of, it's, it's a cool way to see all these different characters interact with one another. Um, and, and, you know, we'll get to watch some of them square off. Uh, in issue two and then we'll get to kind of see them start to, to really figure out how they work as a unit uh, in issue
1: three i love it man this is this is exciting stuff uh i want to talk about you know bringing up uh bringing in new characters um, you know this is a very set universe you know this is the... People love their Wizard of Oz, man. Um, yeah. Bringing in, you know, hey, Jack, I mean, did you have any type of blowback at all from anybody saying, hey, no, this doesn't belong or anything like that? I mean, obviously, I'm 100% fine with it. I fucking um, love the guy. But I mean, I love to hate him. Let's put it that way. But uh, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, what, 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 what was it what, Was it a nervous type of thing for you at all? Were you nervous about that?
0: No, you know, so I, I started, you know, obviously, of course, you start with the source, you know, and I think. Through cultural osmosis everybody knows the Judy Garland film and so you know mm-hmm. that's where you that's where you start you know and you figure out okay what can I you know where did we leave these characters you know where would they go organically from here and um and you know are there any interesting ways to remix them that it still feels organic and then once you 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 sort of mine that then you think okay like is there anything else that that is sort of a little more tangential but peop, a, a decent subsection of people might know um particularly in the case of Jack Pumpkinhead It was sort of a win-win because not only was Jack, you know, not only did he feature in uh, Return to Oz, uh, which is another I think fairly well-known movie, although obviously not as 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 uh, well-known as the original Wizard of Oz, Um, but also because we knew that the Scarecrow was going to be kind of positioned as the big bad of the series, Jack felt like a nice one-for-one analog, you know, of like who who could we have potentially join Dorothy's crew that would fill that Scarecrow-sized role. And um, Jack immediately, you know, popped to mind. I mean, they're both, you know, you you associate them with the farmland, and um, and so yeah, it was, it was one of those things. Like, I think Jack also, as a design, he I think is probably one of the more memorable characters um, outside of the core four, you know. Um, and so I was like, okay, like that that totally works. Um, I think it also helps. I'm pretty sure um, I'm pretty sure he was in Sandman, correct? So like, you know, that gives him a little bit of extra Q rating um, that I think a lot of comics fans get. And then beyond that, you know, it really was, I, I was trying to figure out, you know, what characters can we use that people, even if they aren't super, uh, familiar with the, the greater Oz lore, they can kind of, they can put two and two together, you know, uh, they can put two and two together as to, you know, who Jack Pumpkinhead is, for example. Um, and, uh, beyond that, I was just like, okay, we'll throw in Easter eggs, but nothing that like, you need to know who they are for the plot to make sense. It's just more of, that's the great thing about working in the land of Oz is there's so much mythology that anything you need to make the story work, Oz probably has something like that. You know? Yes. I,
1: I, yes. I, and I mean, that, that's how you make Toto work.
0: Yeah. It, it's, it's
1: a beautiful thing. Uh, the, 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 what, what you're playing with here, Max. I mean, it, it gives you this, this endless set of uh, opportunities to <laughs> wow yeah. us.
0: It's exactly like, there's just so, you know, if I wanted to do a setting, I mean, something that I talked with uh, artist Witty Kogar, or colorist Whitney Kogar with lot was, you know, trying to vary up the settings, you know, and, and figure out new and different places to, to, to do everything. Uh, and uh, so I was like, oh, you want to do a desert? Well, Oz has a deadly desert. You mm-hmm. know? Um, and, uh, you, you know, you remember the, 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 the living trees. Uh, and you're like, okay, well, what if that turned into like a magical fallout zone? Uh, sure. And so you kind of think of like different locations and and different palettes that you can use for, for all that. It's a little like Star Wars, you know, you take one look at Tatooine and you understand what Tatooine is. Same thing with Hoth, same thing with Endor. Um, you know, you know, the kind of just the temperature of the room just by looking at it. And you know mm-hmm. that you can already imagine the sorts of dangers that might, you know, uh, might be a part of these environments. And so that, that's, the, that's part of the reason, that's one of the things that drew me doing a riff on The Land of Oz. Is that yeah? It's it's such a diverse, uh, broad world that you can really do anything in it.
1: Yeah, no, I mean you're you're, you're playing with magic. I mean, almost literally here. Uh, it's, it's it's endless opportunities, man. And you, you you keep going the right direction too. You know, you never take the, you're not taking any easy routes. You know, any obvious routes. No little hanging fruit. You're you're you're. It's, Oh man, I I really am blown away. There there's, I must say it again. There's a damn good reason why uh, this is going to have a Ringo sticker on it. Um, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's it's so deserving. Um, I, I want to talk about the Kickstarter a little bit. I can't believe we're talking about a book this big and it's a Kickstarter. Um, uh, so you're, you're, as we speak, we're about halfway through. I think it, when this goes out, it will be about three quarters, um, probably pushing on the, uh, the last week here, so I mean, uh, you're you're 500 um, percent funded. You you funded in like what 40 20 minutes.
0: minutes? Yeah, 40 minutes.
1: Yep, 40 there. minutes. Yeah, that, sorry, 40 minutes. Jeez, uh, that's insane, <laughs> man. That's <laughs> insane. It's not like you had like a 1,200 dollars goal either. I mean, you had a you know a, a, a goal that yeah, this is a pretty good goal, and yeah, um, yeah five 500. <laughs> 500% funded halfway through. Um, talk about these stretch goals a little bit that you're unlocking for people.
0: Sure. So uh, so we've unlocked a few already. We unlocked, uh, we, we have both um, uh, stretch goals and social stretch goals. Um, so our social stretch goals are the easiest ones to, to explain. It, my pin tweet on my Twitter account, D, every 50 retweets that that tweet gets, uh, we unlock more rewards for our backers. So we've already unlocked a free uh, print for all physical backers uh, by artist Edu Souza. It's inspired by uh, uh, Battle Chasers. It's super dope. Um, we're on the way to unlocking uh, a behind-the-scenes commentary track from Yours Truly. If we hit 150 retweets, we'll actually unlock a new theme song. Uh, for nice the season, um, uh, by the band Bed Death. So we're very excited about those. And then, yeah, yeah cool. then we have our financial stretch goals. You know, we have uh, you know every five thousand dollars that we uh, that we smash through, it unlocks new, uh, new bonus material. So we've already unlocked um, a digital comics extravaganza for uh, all print and digital backers. So that's going to be an extra 200, at least 200 plus pages of bonus comics from people like Justin Jordan, uh, Ryland Grant, uh, Clay Adams, Bretton Langell, Kat Kalamia, uh, just to name a few. Um, and, And so that's already on top of, you know, If you pledge $10, you get the PDF of the OZ, 44 pages worth. You get uh, the first issue of Spencer and Locke, my breakout series, and the first issue of uh, my action rom-com, Going to the Chapel. You get all of that for $10. That's just digital. Um, We've got uh, four variant covers, which we're very excited about. Um, uh, You can also get a bundled set with all four of them for the price of three. Or if you missed our last campaign, you can get all nine covers that we've released for the price of seven and a half. Um, uh, if you missed our last campaign, we got print and digital catch-up tiers for both of our double-sized issues so we can bring you up to speed. Uh, plus some really cool, exciting premiere tiers including uh, a Skype session with me. I'll read over any script you want to send and I'll give you notes or we can talk about running a Kickstarter or navigating Hollywood. And you choose the agenda. Um, you can also get drawn to the book uh, by series artist Ruben Rojas or get an original commission from Ruben of any character of your choosing. Uh, we'll, we're doing black and white head sketches that look Gorgeous. Um, we also have um, uh, one more limited edition Spencer and Locke plushie handmade. Um, so uh, we can give that Panther a loving home. As well as, if you're a fan of my last book, uh, Scout's Honor, we have, I believe, two sets left of uh, the uh, complete Ranger Scout merit badge collection. That's all 14 Ranger Scout merit badges. And uh, when I say this is the only place you can get it, I mean it because. I think only seven of those badges have been released in the wild.
1: Damn. And
0: uh, so you'll be able to get an, I, another seven would be the ultimate Ranger scout as well as the ultimate, um, yellow brick road warrior. And so, um, we have a few more stretch goals on the way. Um, we unlocked our digital, uh, our, our digital comics extravaganza. We just unlocked a, a, a set of painted cards from, uh, artist hmm. Rachel Persephone, uh, which Beautiful. Uh, anybody can add on to their purchase, uh, all, I think, $100 purchases, $100 tiers will get the cards for free. Otherwise, you can add them to your purchase uh, on Kickstarter or Backer Kit for $15. Um, we are now on our way to unlocking, this is probably my favorite stretch goal of the campaign, um, our enamel pins. They are uh, 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 Courageous Lion Courage Badges. Uh, mm-hmm. So we'll unlock that at $35,000. So we're, uh, we're, we're doing pretty well. We're uh, $1,300 into that $5,000 stretch goal. So we're making some decent time. Um, but yeah, these uh, pins were designed by artist Rio Burton, who did one of our variant covers in the last campaign. And it is beautiful. I think it might even be cooler than our last enamel pin, uh, which I was already really excited about. So uh, yes, back and share, back and share, because we've got all sorts of cool stretch goals in mind. And I, I really I can't wait for people to get to see them.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, I'm looking at this Kickstarter now and there's just, it, it offers so much, man. I mean, you, I mean, just even from just choices of covers alone, it's, <laughs> it's a thing of beauty what you're offering here. I mean, there's just so much, there's so we're, much.
0: We're trying to offer uh, readers a lot of bang for their buck. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I understand that Kickstarter can be at a higher price tier. And so that, that's the beauty of the platform though, is that you're able to sort of module, be modular in the way you sell things. Um, you're able to add on, it's not just buying one book from, you know, uh, from your, your local comic shop, you're buying sort of a whole package of, of, of rewards. And um, yeah, you know, I, I, this is coming straight from me, the, 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 the creator of the book, um, and, and my amazing creative team. And So we want to make sure that our readers feel invested and excited about this series. And we want to keep adding value so we can keep drawing in new readers. And um, Yeah, the best is yet to come. For the oz so uh, I, i've got high hopes uh for this second kickstarter and i i think our emerald army will will will, will take us there
1: uh i believe in it man I, I really do i mean uh the the people that i talk to that have read this book i mean there's it's it's a it's, it's lopsided i mean there's not even it, there's no outliers anybody that's read this book that i've talked to is a hundred percent into it i mean they they're i mean they try to outdo me as far as uh championing it it's (laughs) i i mean i i feel like an amateur compared to a lot of these people the way they talk about this book so i i have all of the faith in the world man and we all know that most of the backing comes in the last 46 seconds because they like to give creators heart attacks yeah so um (laughs) yeah no i'm i'm excited for
0: no i'm i'm super i'm super stoked um and i'm just so grateful to to all of our yellowbird road warriors for coming back for round two and, uh, you know, for anybody who's interested uh, in, in checking out the book, you know, you can visit bit.ly slash the OZ comic. You'll see um, we're not shy about our preview art. We have the first 11 pages of issue one yeah. and the first 11 pages of issue two um, because we, we want to show we're putting our money where our mouth is. This is, uh, I, I, I think, a damn good book. I think um, Ruben Rojas and Whitney Kogar and D.C. Hopkins are they can go toe to toe with any book in the direct market. They can go toe to toe with any book in the big three. I believe uh, you,
1: man. I I one hundred percent agree with that. And I mean, this is this is stunning work. It really is. I mean, there's there's nothing that seems amateur about any of this in any way, shape, or form. Like this feels like it should have a a, a big publisher's name on it because I mean, it's it feels highly produced. I mean, yeah. it's 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 so beautiful, man. You, you you're well, you're playing you, with gold, dude. This is amazing. We wanted to bring um,
0: our, our a-game to the kickstarter community and the, the kickstarter community has spoken and we're just we're, uh, we're so thrilled to have them and uh you know this will be hopefully the first project of any on the platform
1: yeah yeah no i mean like i said you're you're, you're trailblazing the way because i mean this has been the year of kickstarters no doubt about it but now that people are going to see that you can actually have some some real acknowledgement for doing it it's not just a getting your foot in the door type of uh, medium you know not having to go through all the bullshit type of, no it's, it's so much more than that it, it is a real form of publishing now and um man no it's it's going to create new categories and in, uh, in these award shows it really is there's uh, sooner or later there's going to be just a best crowdfunded comic because they're they're going to start having eyes on it and yeah. And it's 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 because of books like this. I mean, you're you're gonna be able to say that you're one of the first, if not the first ever to be able to do this. And uh, man, I'm I'm so happy for you, David. This is uh, I, I know how big this is. I I see this, I see the future. And this <laughs> <Well>, um, <laughs> is amazing. I
0: appreciate the encouragement. And and you know, I I'm very excited. You know, we've got some some cool things in store, you know, both for the OZ and and, and beyond. Um, you know, I, I'm taking a pretty big swing on a, uh, on a new project that uh, hopefully I'll be able to announce either later this year or earlier next year. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's so this industry and you know, I've spent my whole life loving it and um, it's nice to see when the industry loves you back. Yeah. Uh, and it really kind of inspires me to keep bringing my A game to everything. And um, I keep taking big swings because, uh, yeah, if you're not taking a big swing, uh, what the hell are you even doing here?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean you're just swimming at the bottom with the rest of the little fish. That's that's for sure, man. I mean, yeah, you, you, uh, you got to do something <laughs> scary and big to 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 get this type of recognition. And I mean, playing in the world of Oz, I mean that, that, that could go either way. And you are doing it just fine, I mean to say the least. Uh, I've I've been to Liberty, Kansas. Those motherfuckers. Dude, they are serious about this shit. There is not a building. Um, and, and have you been to Liberty, Kansas before? It's a real place. It is oh. like the real Wizard of Oz, man. Like there is, you can't go into any store. You want to go to Dairy Queen? You're walking into Oz. Like everything is like Emerald City or Wizard of Oz this, Wizard of Oz doormats.
0: I, I had written it. I, I, I'm Unless I'm totally misremembering how I did this. Which, To be fair, I did start, I did write, especially chapter one I wrote years ago but I'm pretty sure that I had looked through all the different, I looked through a list of towns in Kansas and I, I saw Liberty and I was like, yep, that's it. Like that's, that's exactly it. Um, I, and I'm trying to remember if I'm looking up wizard of Oz now, I, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I mean, unless I totally uh, misremembered it and, and Dorothy herself actually grew up in, 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 in Liberty, but. Um,
1: no, that, that's where the wizard of Oz takes place. I believe. Like, I believe that's that's the town in Kansas. Uh, oh wow. Well then, uh, either way, I you know. <laughs> did, I, did you I, did I mean you, that that wasn't a coincidence? was that really a coincidence? I'm Trying to remember. I mean, you know, it's <laughs> oh a <long> shit. Time. <laughs> You're a fucking oh, natural. <laughs> it's
0: been a long time. Uh, you know, I, uh, since I since I wrote that first chapter. So yeah, oh, I mean, it's, it's it's it. But I, I remember seeing it. And I, I, and and I was just like, yeah, that sounds, that sounds great. That sounds like a real, you know,
1: place to do this. Uh, Oh man. The only reason I know that is because I used to be a traveling perfume salesman and there was something about Liberty, Kansas. Those people, as much as they love the Wizard of Oz, they love to smell good. So I kept going (laughs) back there because they were easy, easy, easy sales um <laughs> that's the only reason i know so much about liberty kansas believe me uh okay. i just remember just being overwhelmed by like every single building i would go into mm-hmm. was the wizard of oz and the reason i bring this up is i'm saying these people that are wizard of oz men they're fucking die hard um i mean it, it it is a real cult following for generations and generations so i mean to, to play in their sandbox and then come out with uh, i mean a hundred percent needle on the green i mean dude it's uh, that's quite the accomplishment because we're talking about nerds here and no nerd i mean it's it's not that's not the way things work in this community here, but,
0: you know, um, <laughs> uh, and you know as, as somebody who's who, who comes by it honestly you know i i, I understand that fandom you know uh they, they get possessive uh, not possessive they get protective
1: yeah no that's a good they're, word for it protective they're
0: they're chosen fandom and um, and yeah, and, you know, for me, it's always about, you know, how can we treat that with as much respect as we can, um, you know, while still pushing the envelope, but knowing that like, it's a friendly living, you know, it's, it, it's, one, it's one done out of love, not out of spite um, or out of disdain. And, uh, absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, plain, I wrote a term paper on, um, on L. Frank Baum's mythology in the land of Oz, and I compared it to what Stan and Jack did with uh, Marvel in terms of continuity. And um, so, I—it's I, I, amazing how much of that knowledge, you know, wound up getting stored in the back of my head. And I wound up using it later. And um, but yeah, it's just there's such a, a rich iconography and mythology for the land of Oz. I mean, it's got its own wiki, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. and and uh, that wiki was very helpful for me, uh, you know, as I as I kept you know working on this series. And uh, so yeah, it's just uh, yeah when you when you're working with 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 the mythology like that, um, it, it, the rest kind of comes easy. Um, and and uh, hopefully, you know, we're we're able to do the whole thing justice.
1: I love it, man. I love it. And uh, this is three issues and done, right? You're, I mean, do you? Is, I mean, because I mean, it's the it's Oz, so it, it could be a completely open ended type of story. I mean, where. What are your plans with this series? Or is this something that we shouldn't talk about?
0: No, no, no. No, I'm not about anything. Um, you know, it's you know, we right now we're planning on doing three Kickstarters um, to, to to tell this story as as I've written it. I mean, you know, I always write with sequel ideas in my back pocket just because, you know, the, the demand is there and 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 everybody's schedules in line, then that's that's awesome. Um, hmm. You know, I, I did write this to be self-contained um, just because, you know, you want to make sure that, like, you can get in and get out. If if that's it, that's it. Um, I, I I wanted to do three Kickstarters um, because, like, I didn't want to give myself a nervous breakdown <laughs> trying to do six. Um, and, and to really, like I said, offer the Kickstarter community something extra. I think double-sized issues is a great way to do it. And, um, you know, beyond that, I mean the stars would have to kind of align in terms of me and Ruben and Whitney and DC's schedules um you know and if that winds up being a thing great um but um you know I'll never say never I always have I do do love writing Dorothy um and I do love writing this cast of characters and so um you know I, I I have some ideas of where this where things could could go after after this, uh, after this arc, but um, you know, right now my big concern is just getting this arc done. Um, you know, Ruben Rojas is hard at work. He's uh, he is about two thirds of the way done through art side of this second issue, um, and so you know the pages he's been showing me have been terrific. And Whitney Kogar is uh, diligently coloring them as they come in, and, and uh, Dave Hopkins is lettering them. They look terrific, and so. Um, you know, once that's done, then I can kind of take that breather. You know, the, that's the, that finally sort of take that pressure off of my shoulders. And then I can sort of add another project to the mix. And that could be the O.Z. It could be something else. Um, you know, never say never. I think it'll it'll really it'll depend on the fans and, and whether they want more. Um, and, and uh, you know, if enough of them enough of them want it, um, I, I'd never say never to returning gaz.
1: That's that's awesome, and uh, that's that's what I like to hear. But I also, I mean, I'm, I'm fully confident that in just three issues, you're going to be able to tell an amazing story too, without the necessity of oh, uh, of a sequel.
0: Let me let me put it. I mean, the whole series is written, um, and it, and it has been written for about a year now. Um, so like that that's that's done and done. Um, and and I'm really happy with like the way that we've done this book. That like, we're, we're able to, to really tell a satisfying story in, in, the, in the span of, and when we say three issues, keep in mind that they're 44 pages a pop. So it really is like right.
1: six no. issues. No. Yeah, uh, exactly.
0: And uh, I think this is, in terms of scale, I think it's the biggest story I've ever done. Uh, and so I, I think, you know, seeing, and Ruben just like dives right, in. he's so enthusiastic about this. And so, um, yeah, I think uh, some really exciting stuff's in store. I, I just uh, saw Ruben turn in some pages today with a, with a monster fight. And uh, it's pretty dope. Um, you know, and so we've got some more cool stuff in that vein coming for issue two, and especially issue three, which I, all I'll say about issue three is I remember telling Ruben, um, think of Avengers Endgame. Think of like the scale of that at the end and that's sort of what we're shooting for.
1: <laughs> oh shit. Jesus, so, man. I'm, I'm I can't even imagine.
0: Big stuff plan.
1: That's amazing. That's so amazing. Uh I am I am so on board with this. This is so worthy. It really is. Um and d- now is this something that if, you know, big comics came sniffing around and saying, "Hey, let me put our uh, our brand on is this something that you would allow to be uh distributed to the masses?" I mean, you know, I, I think it, it, it would depend. I mean, look, my here's my thing. Kickstarter in
0: the Kickstarter community were the first ones to believe in us. They were the first ones to put their money where their mouth is. And so the, my top priority is making sure that they get their books first. Mm. You know? um, and so, you know, we, we haven't been entertaining any offers from publishers at this point. Uh, you know, it, if and when that ever happens, you know, that's the cherry on top, you know, just to sort of, open it up to that wider market. But, um, you know, I wanna do right by the Kickstarter community. And that's, you know, that's part of why it's like, we wanna make sure that like, we're offering like our issues double-sized and we're offering these covers exclusively and, um, and that we're offering these kind of exclusive items that you can't get anywhere else. Um, but yeah, you know, I mean, if the right publisher, you know, um, uh, you know knocked on our door, um, you know, I'd love for this series to have a second life. Um, but I, I, at the same time, you know, uh, Kickstarter has been a wonderful community for us. And so yeah. I, uh, I, I certainly plan on seeing through the rest of the OZ through the Kickstarter platform, uh, because I want to do other series through it. And, yeah. uh, I think we're seeing, you know, we saw it with Scott Snyder and we saw it with, um, uh, Declan Shalvey and we saw it with Keanu Reeves and, we're even seeing uh, similar uh, arrangements being made over at Substack. But I don't think Kickstarter is an either or proposition anymore. I think mm-hmm. it's it's an and, it's additive. There's a whole, there, there's, there's some overlap with the Wednesday Warriors, of course, but I think it's still fairly minimal. I think there's a whole demographic of readership out there that will not step foot in a comic shop, no matter what you do. Um, you know, they might buy their books at cons. They might buy their books on Amazon or Barnes and Noble um, or Comixology and then, you know, there are some who just buy on crowdfunding and, uh, you know, we're really excited to have them and um, hopefully we can uh, convince them to, to try out other projects on other platforms as well.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, that, that's a, that's definitely a, a smart move too. I mean, because like I said, this, this early in the game, being the trailblazer that you are uh, to, to, to have that, you know, that, that integrity to, you know, not, to to know where you came from, I guess yeah. to put it you know some cliche type of way, um, I think you hit it right on the head. That's exactly how I describe it. Well, it, it's, it's uh, I mean it, it, it's gonna it's gonna reverberate with, with with us as fans. I mean it's not something that's just going to be forgotten in twenty twenty two. How you did this cool thing and you stuck with us. I mean we're gonna know you as that, you know, just like they called Donny Cates, you know the. The, the reader's writer or whatever the people's writer I don't, I don't know what the hell yeah. we call them but they call them something like that and yeah. I mean I mean it's it, it's uh, to stay true to that like you are with Kickstarter man it's uh ah uh, it, it really is it, it it says so much about you as a, as a as a creator and hella just a human as well because you know there's a lot of people out there that would take this success and um just say screw it I'm gonna start pitching dark horse or whoever. Um, but, uh, I don't know, man, I, I really respect the hell out of sticking you know, with Kickstarter.
0: No, I, I think, you know, the, the Kickstarter community's done right by us and it's only right for us to repay the favor. And, uh, you know, I, I think, I'm sure there are some people who, you know, they treated it as a tourist spot, you know, uh, diamond had their shutdown and they wanted to get books out somewhere. And, you know, and, and some of these people probably found out that it was harder to, to, to do the fulfillment and the printing and they don't want to do that again. And some people, you know, probably have like a wrong idea thinking, you know, Oh, well, it's not real publishing if I just do it through Kickstarter. And my thinking is, is like, it's just as legitimate of a platform as anything else. And I certainly think it's a more financially equitable platform than most in, in, in the comics industry. And why, why would you want to burn that bridge? Um, you know, I, I think this is a great way to, get your book out and not have to wait for permission to tell your stories. Mm -hmm. And uh, I got, I got to tell you, like if I've taken anything out of this Kickstarter, it's, I'm not asking permission anymore to tell my stories. I'm not waiting for somebody to be like, yeah, you can do that. No, I'm, I'm putting my stories together. And if somebody wants to pick us up before they hear of us on Kickstarter, that's their prerogative. But otherwise, you know, I'm going to go on Kickstarter and it's going to be, the book is going to exist. And then if somebody wants to, uh, you know, circle back, uh, I guess that's their business, but the book is going to exist whether I have a publisher or not.
1: Yeah, no. And that's uh, that that's, that's the way to be, man. Once again, that's, that's the type of attitude that more people should, should have going into this because uh, I mean, for the last, I don't know, since forever and i mean that it hasn't been the mentality as a creator it's oh gee i hope that my idea is good enough for this stranger you know i mean yeah. it's it, it, it's such a nauseating experience so yeah no it's it's uh it's nice for people to be able to have uh yeah. confidence now with the success of projects like this it's 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 awesome yeah. um what one, one thing that you know you, you don't stray away from is you know I always say let's get it out to the masses, but you actually have a retailer tier on here as well.
0: Yes, um, um,
1: yeah. that's Our, uh, that's important. I don't I don't I don't know if I've seen that enough, but uh, you know it's <laughs> this is I, I I want you to talk about this a little bit because I, I I want I I definitely know of a few retailers that would uh, yeah be more than happy to get in on this.
0: Well, we have a a, a retailer discount tier. Um, where, uh, we're offering issues one and two, I believe we're ordering 10 copies, um, of that and we're ordering it, we're offering it at 50% off. Um, and that's awesome. because, you know, my career, you know, um, the retailer block was a huge reason why I have this career. Um, and, and, you know, I really appreciate, admire everybody working in the trenches, you know, just to, you know, promote our books. And, um, I think it's very easy to be like, oh, well, Kickstarter, you know, are you cutting out the retailer base? And no, um, you know, we're, we're trying to make sure that retailers like have stuff that they can sell. And if you missed out in our first campaign, you know, these retailer uh, uh, appreciation tiers, uh, they, you can get five copies of issue one and five copies of issue two, you know, um, uh, it's kind of a, a, a pick your poison, you know, whatever covers you want. And uh, we'll also offer, you know, do you want me to sign any of them? Do you want me to leave them unsigned? Do you want, you know, one of each? Um, we're, we're, we're trying to meet the retailers where they're at. Um, because I know that like as a readership, especially the, the direct market Wednesday warriors, you know, they see publishers as sort of a way to triangulate, you know, uh, you know, an idea of what a Marvel book looks like, or a DC book or an image book or a boom book and not having a publisher attached, you know, it's easy for readers to be like, well, I don't, I don't, you know, is it any good? And um, the retailers that choose to believe in us and choose to advocate for us, we wanted to make sure that we made the bar for accessibility even lower for them um, because uh, it really means a lot to us that, uh, that these retailers would uh, uh, put their faith in our, in us and in our book. And so, um, yeah, we're very grateful to the retailers who, uh, who have signed up, especially a um, uh, 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 retailer, Keith Boyle, who um, actually signed up for our, uh, our ultimate tier. Uh, uh, There's no place like home tier. Uh, so we will actually be coordinating a store signing with him um, uh, sometime probably next year.
1: That's uh, awesome. Uh, that, that's I remember you offered that on the first one as well. Uh, that's, yeah, uh, we, we, we have a, we have a, a, a store.
0: Uh, we're we're going to be setting something up for a fantasy shop in St. Louis, my hometown store. Uh, so we're very excited to be uh, doing a signing with them as well.
1: Oh, even cooler, man! Getting to do it in your hometown—that's yeah. that's so rad. Oh, that's so cool. Um, I can't imagine you doing a whole lot of other signings this year, though. I, I haven't. Are, are you doing oh, any cons so, at all?
0: Well, you know, it is a little bit of a coin toss. Um, right now, I'm scheduled for Rose City, New York, and Baltimore, and um, New York or Rose City actually just announced that they are going to be uh, requiring uh, proof of vaccination to go hmm. to the con. Uh, which is a big relief for me. I was about I was about ready to pull the ripcord, cord. And now I'm, I'm I, now I'm feeling a little bit better about it. I know New York is doing the same thing, um, you know, and and uh, uh, Baltimore. I think they're still figuring out their 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 COVID precautions, um, you know, and so it's it's going to kind of go either way. You know, I I'd hate to miss the Ringo Awards, but you know, the Ringo Awards might be digital only, you know, based on everything with Delta. So yeah. um, you know, those are the cons that I uh, you know are currently up in the air. We're still waiting to hear back in Emerald City, um, you know, and and those are really the only four shows that I'm even considering at this point. And even like I said, it's kind of a coin toss about whether I feel comfortable enough to go. Um, yeah, it's you know, it's tough, and I I wish I wish that more people can had their acts together in terms of you know getting vaccinated and wearing their masks and um, you know it. it it sucks and it makes things hurt for the rest of the industry. And uh, I I hope that people will get their acts together sooner rather than later. So we can uh, finally get back to some sense of normalcy.
1: Yeah, man. I I know we were all looking forward to 2021 being the year of normalcy, but I mean, I think anybody realistic knew that (laughs) this was just going to be our foot in the door. Um, I, I, like even this year um with Denver Fan Expo it wasn't until last week they even announced a single comic creator so i w- i didn't even put in for my media passes um cuz i was like yeah. i don't want to i don't want to shake the hands of fucking i don't i don't give a shit if i'm not going to get books signed i don't care but they did announce a few um uh, so i thought okay maybe i'll go but even then i mean it's uh it, it, they they're doing Denver Fan Expo on, on Halloween so that sounds like it's going to be a circus in itself so yeah. I, am I'm, I'm excited to, I'm excited to go back to Denver hopefully
0: next year. Um, but yeah, with, 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 uh, with Halloween uh, being a thing, I was just like, oh, that feels like a lot of people um, uh, uh, and, and uh, you know, who, who knows what kind of ghouls and goblins might be out and about. So I'm just like, oh, I'll wait till next year, uh, yeah. but I love Denver. And so I, I, I really, I can't wait to get back to that show.
1: Yeah, man, it should be a it should be a good one come next year. I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll see. It's all fan expo is a whole different uh, thing. I mean, it, it was like Denver Pop Culture Con for the last two years before that, and that was that was kind of a, a laughing stock. So now this fan expo thing is now the big thing, and they're going to be running it. I think they said it seventy five percent this year is what they plan on doing next year. So I I, I don't know what that means, but um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not I'm not I'm not super big on the con touring myself this year just because i know, you know a lot of the creators are super comfortable and the last thing i want to do is go up to someone be all super excited and want to hug them and then you know be the 700th person and then they're like yeah get the fuck away from me <laughs> you know like I don't, yeah. I don't want that so that doesn't sound no, fun. I mean, that's that is that is that is tough i mean
0: you know uh, it, there is i think that degree of human connection that goes into these cons and you know it sucks having to keep everybody at arm's length um but you know it's just trying to be as safe as we can for ourselves and for our families. Um, You know, I think most, most comic creators, if they have living parents, they're elderly, you know, and so you you gotta be careful with this sort of thing. Uh,
1: Yeah. Yeah. No doubt, man. No doubt. So,
0: um, but yeah, I, I, you know, hopefully hoping next year, you know, I'll be back on the convention circuit so I can show off some cool stuff that we're working on uh, because yeah, once I'm, once I'm back in the swing of things, um, you know, I, you know, we'll have uh, uh, the trade paperback with Scouts Honor dropping uh, later in September, September 22nd, uh, as long as it isn't as long as there's no more delays on the, on the shipping boat that has all the trades. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got, uh, uh, you know, the Nightmare Theater horror anthology. I'll be bringing copies of that to conventions. Um, I did a, a cool short story in that, and uh, it's just a real murders robbed town. It's one of the most talent stacked anthologies. I've ever seen in comics. So I'm really thrilled to be a part of that. And um yeah, and uh, you know, uh, uh you know, more copies of the OZ and uh you know, um uh, a, a brand new book that uh, uh will be coming out uh early next year. So I'm very excited for all of that.
1: Oh yeah, man. Um I have to ask only cuz you brought it up in the the past. Is there any more word on Spencer unlock 3? Yeah, uh <laughs> I'm still working on it. Uh, okay. Uh,
0: know, it's 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 one of those things. Um, a lot of homework that goes involved in it, and oh, it's yeah. funny. I um, I was supposed to spend uh, uh, the 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 back half of summer. I'd finally cleared off my plate, and I was going to be diving deep and focusing in on that, and then um, uh, this new series that I'm working on kind of fell in my lap. And nice. um, uh, when you see it, you'll know why I had to sort of drop everything to work on this. Um, it's sort of the biggest swing of my career um it's it's uh, super fun i'm having a blast writing it but um it took a lot of brain power um uh and a lot of rolling with the punches so uh, but yeah I, I am hard at work on spencer and lock 3 um we we don't really have a set estimated time and that's entirely on me um and it's only been because like uh yeah you know i was going to work on it last summer and then uh, uh i got
1: then he decided to write a Ringo-nominated
0: OZ, and then I, got, I, I, <laughs> got, I, got, I finished OZ and I got Scott's <laughs> Honor. And then uh, once Scott's Honor was finished, uh, you know, I uh, was not only sort of getting the ball rolling on this, but um, had another thing that I, I I had to work on. And then as that was finished, I was like, I'm ready. And then sort of Project Hammer kind of fell in my lap, and uh, uh, and so now that's that's my life. But um, no, Spencer and Locke is my baby, and I'm dedicated to getting that book done. Um, I keep telling artist George Santiago Jr. and colorist Jason Smith that it will happen. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, come hell or high water, as long as I don't get hit by a bus, uh, that book will see the light of day one of these
1: oh, days. Oh, I, I believe you, man. I'm not mad at you. Believe me. I mean, you've given us some amazing stuff. I mean, we didn't even get the chance to talk about Scouts Honor. That was. Uh, I think we talked a little bit after the first issue, if I remember correctly. But I mean, it's, uh, that 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 series as a whole was something, something spectacular, my friend. It's another one that I'm sure is be getting some acclamations. It's, <laughs> it's it's God damn, it was good. I, I, um,
0: I'm excited to take everything that I've learned. I mean, the thing I think a lot of people don't know. Is I wrote Spencer and Lock Two right on the heels of Spencer and Lock One. You know, that first book came out, and um, people seemed to like it. And, and even Action Lab said, "Do you have any ideas for a sequel?" Because we 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 we'd run with it. And um, whereas between Spencer and Lock Two and Spencer and Lock Three, I think I've written nine books since then.
1: Jeez, and, and
0: so <laughs> I want to take everything that I've learned from those books and incorporate them into. Uh, you know in, in, in into into this uh, I, I want people to see how I've grown as a creator uh, for Spencer and long three um, and and there' are some there are some elements to the plot that will make a lot more sense uh, with time uh, in, you know from since volume 2 so um, yeah we're, we're uh, when you see it you'll know exactly why I did it this way um, but yes uh, trust me I, I feel like I feel like at least like once a day I'm like, oh Spencer and three I gotta do something I'm Spencer, I'm on Spencer and Lockery. Um so it is, it is, it is on my mind. And uh, as my plate hopefully starts to clear itself a little bit more, uh, that's gonna be uh the, the the next in rotation.
1: Oh that's amazing. I bet Action Lab is super excited to hear that too. Yeah <laughs> uh,
0: so yeah uh but no I I I I tell them anytime that we talk, I'm like I'm still working on it. It's still happening.
1: That's, that's awesome man Uh like i said i'm i'm, I'm not mad you, you it doesn't matter what you put out man I, you know i'm i'm if it has pepos's name on it i'm buying it i mean this is you're you're uh you're here i mean that i think the oz has for sure solidified that being i mean just like i said no no one's doing what you're doing no one's done what you're doing it's 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 an amazing thing man i i uh I almost wish that you were going to all the cons so that you could see all the people's faces and excitement personally, because I'm I'm a tiny, tiny, tiny percentage of this man. Oh no,
0: not at all, not at all. I, I you know, I I would love to see the readers. I miss them. Um, and so when it's safe to do so, um, you know, I, I'll be I'll be back at cons with bells on. And uh, oh, yeah, it's gonna be a glorious
1: wait. thing, man. It's gonna be a glorious goddamn thing. Um, man. Uh gee i can't believe it's been an hour already i'm sitting here going gee i, I, I hope we made it to 30 minutes that's <laughs> how you know <laughs> it's been a damn hour um man Dave, this is this is always it's, it's always a fun talk the fact that we've done this five times now and we could spend an hour without even talking about why you like comics um <laughs> <laughs> it says so much <laughs> uh no no filler here people it's it's only the the meat and potatoes this is ah man um really i I always have fun doing this David you don't know how much your time means to me I understand how busy you are I mean you're not just you're not creating dog poop when you leave that's for damn sure I mean you're <laughs> out there creating <laughs> award-winning material wow. I love this I'm talking with uh Jesus man i I really look forward I mean i'm I'm probably just as excited for Baltimore as you are at this point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <of my> <laughs> I love, I love this man. Yeah,
0: um, uh, Baltimore has been very good to me, and and so uh, yeah, you know, I, uh, I I I hope for good things. If if you're a comics professional who's listening to this, you can actually vote for the Oz and the Ringo Awards. Uh, if you're if you're just a, a comics fan, uh, you don't have to vote. Uh, or I shouldn't say if you're a comics fan, you're not eligible to vote. You've already done your job. Uh, you got us in the ballot. Um, so now the votes are, are are just professionals only at this point. Uh, but if you're a professional and you're listening, you know, we'd love it if you voted for the OZ for Best Single Issue or Story, uh, as well as Mon House for Best Cover Artist and DC Hopkins for Best Letterer. But um, either way, you know, it's an honor to be on the ballot. Uh, we are so thrilled. And, uh, yeah, I think it just, you know, uh, I, I appreciate the industry putting its faith in us and I'm going to do whatever it takes to be worthy of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, we're not worthy, brother. (laughs) This is awesome. And I do when they say professional, I do believe they also mean media folk as well. So, I mean, if you're uh, you know, I I have other podcasts that listen to this. I mean, if you're a, a part of the media, from my understanding, you are eligible to vote. am i I wrong in that or is it strictly comic book professionals
0: let me let me me see um
1: i was looking into that last year and i'm pretty sure it said um members of the media let's see but i don't know i want to be 100 percent on that because i voted for you anyway Uh, (laughs) let me vote (laughs) Uh, (laughs)
0: yeah you know i i it's it seems to be unclear they're saying comic book creative professionals which i don't know okay. really exactly what that means maybe the verbiage
1: um, is different this year
0: but uh but either way you know um, you know we're just happy to be on 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 the ballot i mean um you know and i know we're we're running against some 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 big names um and and you know we're uh you know including uh you know uh, a book from image and uh, and and a and a firefly one shot um mm-hmm. so you know we're just a we're 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 excited to be there um uh you know it's just uh, especially with with creators you know um like you know like greg pock for example you know he was a huge influence on me uh, when i was starting out and so to be sharing a category with him means the world um, so yeah i'm just i'm very happy to be there
1: yeah no it's a it's it's an awesome thing man and you're you're in you're in great company i mean this is a this is just a great year for the Ringos. I'm glad to see that you know the eyes are starting to you know see see beyond the foreground a little bit. You know, yeah. there's 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 so much more than just uh, the 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 big names that everybody knows because it's got all the the, the money backing it. And mm-hmm. no, it's 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 nice to see this opened up. Um, Man, I, I'm I'm so incredibly excited for you, David. Uh, I know that you got deadlines to meet, brother. You got stuff to do. Uh, I have I, to I have to pick up uh,
0: my puppy Ruby from daycare. So
1: oh um, well, there you uh, go. <laughs>
0: that's, that's my that's my that's my next deadline. Um, but uh, awesome. thank you so much for having me on the show. Um, it really it means the world. And uh, uh, thank you for all your support that you've given
1: the OZ. Oh man, it's it's my pleasure. You just keep making this stuff, man. You always have a supporter here uh, and a mic. I look forward to the sixth time, and the seventh time, and the eighth time, and beyond. Um, you are now tied with Ryland Grant. He held that for a while. He got real excited. He was behind you on appearances for a while, and he had to like put out a bunch of books real quick so he can catch up <laughs> to you. And then he oh. held, he held that he held that five spot over you for oh, for first. like six weeks. And man, he he loved it but uh <laughs>
0: well no, i listen far be it for me to to get between you and ryan uh, but <laughs> I, I'm, I'm glad that i'm 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 catching up to to his record um uh no ryan's a sweet guy i love him a lot He's the man I'm very excited for his new book suicide jockeys um i haven't had a chance to swing by my local comic shop yet to pick it up but i can't wait to be able to do so because the
1: book looks dope oh the hype is real brother the hype is oh my god it's so good um. All right, man. Well, after you pick up Ruby, hit up a shop. <laughs> hit up Golden yeah. Apple. Uh, pick up Suicide Jockeys. Um, but uh, everyone else, everyone else, they've uh, phew. jump on Kickstarter, man. Um, uh, you had a you have a Bitly for this? Yeah, bit.ly slash the Oz Comic or the Oz Comic Two. Both of them will take you to the same spot. Bam! Nice, man. Well, David, as always, it really has been an absolute pleasure of an hour so thank you so much uh we'll 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 talk soon absolutely thank you so much but let's stay safe
0: i'm harrison i'm jordan and And we're we're the grief Grief Reader podcast Podcast. do you want to listen to the number one gaming podcast on pot chaser of course course you you do do. wait wait is that us did you check that Comedy, gaming, and movies. Join us every Wednesday on the Grief Burrito, Burrito Podcast! Fuck. I don't know. I'd panic. that. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of MetaHuman Human Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg
1: Well, there you have it. Another episode in the books. Another creator. Consider him corner That's David Pepos. He's been cornered five times now. Yeah, I'm gonna keep boasting that. I love when a <laughs> somebody of this caliber uh, is, is is so um so keen on coming back to this podcast. You know, I just I don't know. I it makes me feel all warm and fuzzy. So remember, check out the OZ on Kickstarter. Bit.ly slash the OZ comic. And uh yeah, I, I can't wait for us to <laughs> talk with Pepos again. Because I tell you what, I had the most insanely amazing off the record conversation with him. There's some amazing stuff coming from this guy, so uh and I could say that with all of the confidence. So just be you think five times, shit, we're probably just getting started. Um, probably. There's no doubt we're just getting started. So get 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 used to the uh the name David Peppos on this ya podcast. And uh yeah. While you're at it, get used to Nerds Forever three oh seven nerds forever dot com. Like I said, you just gonna get you some good comics, man. Good comics and uh not not raking in those uh those ebay scalper prices either. Uh, my my man Tarl is about as fair as it gets. That that's that's what attracted me to uh to uh yeah, to his whole situation up there in Newcastle. And uh, that's that's why we'd be business partners now. So, um yeah. Uh, 307 Notes Forever. And as always, as always, uh, Inked Marketing. Inked Marketing, gotta remember to check out the Tiki Zombie this week's featured NSC Creator... Book. So uh <laughs> sorry my my brain just kind of went bit there for a second. So yeah, tiki zombie. That's inked.pub slash tiki zombie. And uh alright. I will talk to you the next time there's things about comics to talk about. I command that you stay safe and read responsibly. Cheers, you fuckers. Hmm.
0: Uh, you're listening to cheers to comics podcast hey everyone i'm monty michael moore and this is the cheers to comics podcast with brian wayne this is drew zucker you're listening to cheers to comics podcast This is Mark Russell, and you're listening to the Cheers to Comics podcast. Hey, this is Ed Brisson, and you're listening to the Cheers to Comics podcast
1: podcast recommendations, you ask? Brian Wayne here, co-curator of The Apocalypse. And I know that sounds gnarly. That's because it is gnarly, man. The Apocalypse. What is The Apocalypse? The Apocalypse is a culmination of the gnarliest podcast, independent podcast, the internet has to offer. So instead of trying to go to Twitter the next time you uh, need a new podcast to listen to and try to get Twitter famous, podcast recommendations, please. Just think The Apocalypse, man. And... It's ironic because the Apocalypse is only the beginning. It's only the beginning. Just go to podchaser.com. It's, it's in the top list. The top list in the whole world. So whether you're looking for true crime, sports, uh, role-playing, uh, well, I don't know, anything. Anything. Think of a podcast. It's on the Apocalypse. It's like the Apocalypse with a D. And do not forget to follow The Apocalypse on Twitter as well. Once again, that is The Apocalypse. If you're looking for a podcast recommendation, The Apocalypse is sure to have something for you. Good morning. Brian Wayne here to tell you about my new podcast, The Real Brains. The Real Brains podcast is a show coming out daily dedicated to the everyday struggle of just the average human being. From troubles with rage to uh, just anecdotes about uh, very strange human interactions, this podcast really is just a uh, somebody that's all too familiar with the struggle. I'm here to let you know that you are not alone, so come laugh at uh, our pain together every single weekday, every place you can catch a podcast. Check out The Real Brains with Brian Wayne, and remember, stay sane.